Hi, you're listening to Cool Chats, the Cool Choir podcast, profiling the personal lives of our members across Calgary, Western Canada. You can find more information on Cool Choir by visiting coolchoir.com or at our public Facebook page by searching Cool Choir. Thanks for listening. Hi, everybody. This is Jamie. I'm really excited on season two, episode two, to be welcoming not one, but two esteemed Cool Choir members to the podcast this week. And this is none other than Ken and Barbara Strother. Now I'm gonna get to them in just a moment, but what I'm really excited to tell you all is the fact that actually these are our first Cool Choir members that we've recorded on the podcast from Outer Calgary North, which is our Hawkwood, Airdrie and Cochrane expansion. So it's really, really special for us to be welcoming well, actually, two of the most original <laughs> members of the Cool Choir um, in, in Outer Calgary North. Ken and Bob, how are you? Hello. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Jamie. We're good. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. I'm feeling very warmed up. We made history last week, us three, you might recall. We had a bit of a laugh because we, <laughs> we actually recorded a podcast, which at the end of it, I discovered that it hadn't recorded. So <laughs> first time that's happened. And here we are a few days later in the next week. And um, we're going for take two of the Cool Chats podcast. <laughs> and we are ready. <laughs> and you've been so patient with me as well, I have to say. I mean, when I told you I hadn't recorded, you just, you just laughed, which was perfect. Because <laughs> I was thinking, oh no, how am I going to tell them? But anyway, moving onwards and upwards, I have a really great memory of the first time I met you, particularly, Barbara. Because I know that you started uh, in Cool Choir in Cochrane, which is where you guys live, in the beautiful town of Cochrane. Um, and you guys, uh, Barbara, you started, you came alone the first time when we launched in uh, September of 20. 18 um, and I just remember I think you were the first person to arrive and you had this oh your face was just lit up and animated and you were so warm and I thought oh god who's this wonderful lady this is going to be our first member of the choir um, and that was my first impression of you oh that's <laughs> so kind Jamie um, yeah I, um, I, I I wasn't quite uh, knowing what uh, I was walking into. Uh, all I know is, is I just have a, a song in my heart. I love to sing, whether it's in the shower, in the car, at work, it doesn't matter. I'm constantly singing. And a friend of mine had told me about uh, this new choir called Cool Choir. And uh, it originated um, in, you know, here um, in Calgary. Uh, that's where it was started when it came here. And uh, they branched out and there was one in conference. So I thought, well, I'm going to check it out. And, um, you know, I have to say you and everybody else there were so welcoming and so friendly. Talk about beautiful, beautiful, warm people. Um, and that was the, the most fun, fastest uh, two hours um, that I had spent. And it was just wonderful. And I, I've never looked back. I just love school choir. Oh, wonderful. Well, you know what they say, time flies when you're having fun. And of course, you had so much fun that kind of later on, as, with, as the time went by, you decided to bring um, Ken along as well. Isn't that right, Ken? Yeah. She, uh, you were a bit joined, cynical about uh, it. <laughs> well, when she joined, I mean, you know, she did the rehearsal and then she came home and then it was practice, practice, practice. And then they had their little... Uh, program that they put on at the end of the first trimester that she was in and uh, I thought he was these people only been together 10 weeks I think tops and sound the way they sounded I thought man I've 
and I could sing halfway decent. So I thought, well, when they start back up, I'll give it a try. And so here I am. Ken, I have to say, I love your accent. It doesn't sound very Canadian to me. Are you originally Canadian? Uh, no, I'm an American. I'm originally from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Oh, wow. So you, how long have you been in Canada? I guess you, maybe you moved here. Did you guys meet somehow and then you came to Canada? Is that what happened? Uh, yeah, we met on the internet and we talked for a year before we met in person and I come out and met her and her family and uh, it was the first time I was ever this far west and wow. I liked the area so I went back to Pennsylvania and settled up my business and come back out here and that was 18 years ago. Wow, I mean I must admit having heard your um, sort of accent before I was thinking to myself you know, you never want to ask people, do you? Because you you worried about, you know, I mean, I get, I have to say, I walk around Calgary all the time and people say, which part of Australia do you come from? And I, and I go, oh, well, I just go, no, I'm, I'm not Australian, I'm, I'm British. So um, I'm always, and it doesn't offend me at all. I'm, in fact, we nearly ended up in Australia. It was going to be Melbourne or Calgary. So I think we made the right choice. Yeah. Oh, we think so too, Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> So you guys met online, obviously, which is really, really cool. And Kaz and I met online as well. So I'm a big advocate of kind of online stuff. So it's interesting, Barbara, that you met uh, Ken. Obviously, you met an American, should I say. How did that work out? I mean, how did that happen? Yeah, well, I didn't seek out an American on purpose. <laughs> oh, <laughs> careful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it was. Um, it wasn't actually a dating site. It was just a site where I was playing cards, like a Yahoo game site or something. And anyway, you know, you can chitty chat. And and he was in playing cards, and he put up a card there and said hello, and we started chatting. And um, uh, you know, we just we had the most wonderful conversations. Um, but um, I, I can tell you a little funny story about when we were. Uh, chatting because you know Ken was always the gentleman um, when we would talk and um, so you know we, you just kind of find out things about each other so I thought well I'm just gonna throw this question out there and of course I can type pretty fast and uh, Ken not so much he's got the two finger you know chicken peck uh, typing so I typed in there just a question I said boxers or briefs and Ken replied, one word, depends. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so you can imagine, I'm thinking, oh my, uh, this is not going to go well. But he then frantically trying to type quickly that, no, no, no. I mean, it depends on, you know, uh, yeah, but one word, depends. I thought, okay, yeah, this, 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 is, this is done. <laughs> and to this day, it is still an open-ended answer. <laughs> Or hopefully it's not well, open well, anymore. Well, it is. It is, and it. <laughs> and you know, I mean, we could pose. I could pose that question to you, Jamie. Boxers or briefs? Oh, oh, okay. I wasn't expecting this. Um, <laughs> let me think. Uh, okay. Oh my gosh, you put me on the spot. Excuse me. I asked the questions here. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> since you've asked, okay, for you and the rest of the world, I do wear boxers because um, briefs I find a little bit tight around my rather elongated thighs. I might add. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> and that was TMI, if ever there was. <laughs> TMI. Well, that's awesome. Okay, now that we've cleared that up, okay, moving on. And I've just realized this is going out to the whole of the internet. So now everybody knows that I wear boxes. But hey, I guess there's worse information they can know about me. So it's not too bad. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so, so since you have kind of, have you always, well, I was going to say, have you always lived in Cochrane? Can you take this one? Uh, no, whenever I first came out here, she lived in uh, Calgary. She was born and raised in Calgary. Uh -huh. And we lived there probably for seven years, I think. And then in 2009, we built a house out here at Cochrane, and we've been here ever since. And so, uh, I kind of like it because it reminds me of a little town that I was from back in Pennsylvania, uh, just outside of Pittsburgh and uh, really like living here. Everything's a lot slower here than it is in Cochrane. I mean, it's getting busier Calgary. now, or I'm sorry, in Calgary. But uh, I just love it. It's so nice and uh, just friendly little town. Everybody seems to get along okay, and I like it. Yeah. It's those Brits you have to watch out for. The whole town is full of Brits. It's like Little England. <laughs> oh, is it ever? But you know, they're wonderful, wonderful, friendly, friendly folks. Absolutely. Good. Glad to hear that because I'll be after them if they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> but you know something, Ken, I was going to say to you that I do have a little bit of a, well, kind of a connection with Pennsylvania. Um, I, actually, about 20 years ago, I spent two summers on an American summer camp. Um, well, it was in upstate New York, but it was very, very near um, the uh, kind of the state of Pennsylvania. Now, I, 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 had, I remember a very unfortunate event. I was actually driving into, we did go into Pennsylvania and I drove and I we actually drove through a town called Intercourse in Pennsylvania now are you familiar with this town I am <laughs> that was the wrong answer Ken <laughs> yeah but when I'm living around here all my life I can't say no I don't know where yeah. it's at I know exactly where it is <laughs> well I really see a thing with this, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny that he tells you remember but that really is all i remember about pennsylvania is this town of intercourse yeah. <laughs> um, and then I was, in fact, I had some, uh, some of the, the choir members here were telling me that there's all sorts of unfortunate town names, even in around Canada. And, uh, uh, you know, we perhaps <laughs> shouldn't go too much into that, but it just really made me laugh when I, you know, when I saw that, uh, that, that town name. So yeah, I had no idea no. why, it, why it was called that, but hey, there you go. <laughs> No, no, I, I've been back to Pennsylvania, uh, Pittsburgh area three times. Ken's never taken me there, so. Ah, well, um, I was going to actually, it was good, interesting you saying that, because I was going to ask you whether you, you know, how obviously you have been back to Pennsylvania, and, and, and here's a question for you guys. So what made you decide to move, um, what made you decide not to go and live in Pennsylvania, Barbara? Um, well, um, of course, this is this is the second marriage for me. Um, so I have um, twin girls from a previous marriage, and they were um, eight, I guess, at the time uh, when I met Kenneth. And um, you know, so their dad was here. Um, the school system, to be really honest with you, is is I didn't want them in, in the American school system. I wanted them here. Um, all of our family is here, their grandparents and uh, Ken, um, you know, his, his family has grown. He didn't have any small kids. And, and so it just made sense. It was easier for him to to pick up and, and move one person here than it would be for me to, to move three there and go through all those, the legalities and whatnot. It was just it was just an easier an easier way for the kids to stay connected with their, their family here. 
And Ken, what did you used to do in Pennsylvania when you used to, to live in Pittsburgh? I worked in the glass industry for about 33 years, making beer bottles and wine bottles and pop bottles and any other kind of container you can think of in the glass industry. Wow. And then I worked another 11 and a half years, approximately, in a machine shop where we made traction motors for the railroad. Uh, we, we tore the old ones apart and made all the new parts for them and put them back together and resold them. So, wow, had a pretty good life. And on the subject of work, so now, Barbara, you, you're having a bit of a tough time at the moment in many ways, aren't you? Because you're kind of, you're on the front line here, because tell us what, tell us what you do. Um, well, I, I work for a, a family physician. There's just her and I in the office. We've got a, around 3,000 patients right now wow. on our panel. Um, yeah, and, you know, I tell you, I would be lying, Jamie, if I didn't, if, if I didn't say that, you know, I'm, I wouldn't even say stressed really is the word, but I do have some anxiety because, of course, um, this week was kind of the, I don't know if you want to call it relaunch, um, of opening up the clinic a little bit more. Um, trying to see those patients that, um, you know, are, are a little more in, um, urgent um, than others, and also seeing some patients that you really can't uh, give adequate care uh, over the phone or over a, a Zoom, you know, um, the virtual care. So now that we've opened it up, trying to figure out how we're going to keep those patients safe, how we're going to keep ourselves safe, and, um, you know, just do it in a way that, you know, moving forward so it, it, I'm a little bit anxious and of course Kenneth with his health issues he's had over the last couple of years um, making sure that I'm really not bringing anything home so to speak so yeah it's been a little bit anxious but it's extremely rewarding and, and looking after these patients helping the doctor it's, it's uh, I love it I love what I do and and it's just interesting there because you were you were talking there about Ken and his kind of health issues and stuff and uh, you know I, I I seem to recall that you know we had a, a conversation you know before now and I, I remember that you know the choir in particular has been really great outlet for you guys to just sort of kind of just come and have fun once a week or twice a week or three times because you do actually you you're kind of your you're like the you're like the kind of the heart of the the OCN community because you kind of go to all three locations not always but sometimes don't you pretty much yeah we uh we go at least two days a week and if it if the weather's decent and not bad, we'll go three nights a week because I enjoy meeting the other people to begin with. And then, yeah. uh, you know, get to practice in and being able to socialize with everybody. It's just, and uh, any time that I'm around the emergency rooms or even in the hospital or doctor's office or whatever, I'm always drumming up a business for pool choir. <laughs> Because we get to talking and they always bring up my accent, you know. They say, you're not really from around here, are you? Where are you from? And I tell them, you know, Pittsburgh. And then we get chatting back and forth. And, and uh, I said, yeah, I said, uh, my wife and I, I said, we belong to a choir. And they say, a choir? Yeah, I said, not a church choir either. Because that's the first thing everybody gets in mind when you say you sing in a choir. I said, it's a rock and roll choir. And it's a lot of fun and I give them the name and everything and uh and a couple of people already tell me that they were going to join uh, whether they did or not I don't know but I'm always drumming around 
Oh, that's very kind of you, Ken, to sing the praises of Cool Choir. And I, I do know how much, um, you know, you enjoy it. And I know that um, I'm sure it has kind of helped you sort of when your health has been not so great and you've been able to get to rehearsal. Um, I, I get the impression that maybe it has kind of, um, you know, brought you a little bit of joy during, you know, those times. Is that right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, even days I may not feel like going, I think, you know what, no way, we're gone. And when I get there and we start rehearsing, when you leave, you feel better than you did when you got there. Yeah, uh, absolutely. It's uplifting and it, it makes you feel better, that's for sure, no doubt. That's music for you. And in fact, um, obviously with the current pandemic, you know, that we're experiencing and, uh, you know, I mean, you know, some people are saying, well, it could be one or two years before we, you know, things kind of, come out and we return to normal and some people are saying weeks some people are saying months but i you know it, it's a worrying time i think because i feel like you know the arts especially really people need they people do need the arts for their own mental health they need music they need theater you know they need concerts and they need all those things i mean that's that's my opinion what do you reckon mm-hmm. oh my gosh i completely agree jamie yeah. it's uh uh, there's there's just something about I mean we all need an outlet you know um, I, I know that just you know music can music movies theater um, you know it, it doesn't matter what that is it just takes you it takes you away it can take you to a whole other realm um, you know where you can just clear your mind of uh, you know of any any of the anxieties and stressors and things you've got going on and it's just it's such a beautiful creative outlet and you know I tell you that's what that's what Cool Choir has done for us you know and um, with as Ken said with his health there's nights where he really doesn't feel well um, you know but I tell you when I've got my coat on I'm getting ready to go out the door he's running behind me I said I thought you weren't feeling well and he's like oh no I I, I want to go I don't want to miss I don't want to miss Aww. and for two hours I, I can look over he's based I'm alto, so I'm looking over at the bass section. He's got the biggest smile on his face. He's singing out. He's just, and for two hours, he said he completely forgets yeah. that he didn't feel well. Interesting. So, yeah. I know, isn't yeah. that amazing? And I, and I do hear those stories sort of time and time again. And we know, we actually have, I don't know whether you're aware, but we have um, people in, in the choir that are, you know, going through all sorts of health battles in their life. And we, we have, you know, God bless them we have people with cancer going through chemotherapy um, and if they can you know if they feel sort of in a place strong enough for them to come to rehearsal they they always report back the benefits of you know feeling uplifted which is so important when you're fighting those kind of things really isn't it oh yes yeah absolutely it's just yeah music is just um yeah it's good for the soul it's good for the mind the body everything for sure and I'm going to come back to the, the quaint little town of Cochrane for a moment because I, I actually watched a movie recently um, which was filmed in Cochrane. Quite a lot of the movies have sort of uh, filmed in Cochrane. And um, I don't know whether you've seen Disney's Togo. Um, I don't think so. That's one we miss because we usually see them all. <laughs> okay. Well, you need to watch Disney's Togo. And for all the listeners out there, it's spelled T-O-G-O. 
um, and it's called, it's by Disney. Uh, and I think it was filmed, I believe it was filmed last year. Um, and, um, and it was filmed, you know, all around this area. Um, but it was basically filmed in, in Cochrane. It's a beautiful, heartwarming story. Now, um, I know it's mm. Disney. It's not an animation. Yeah. It's, an actually a, it's actually a real, uh, you know, it's a, a, a live action movie um, about, um, well, it's based on a true story of, you know, the relationship between a man um, and this dog, basically. Mm. I mean, it's a bit of a tearjerker, I have to tell you, but it is an absolutely beautiful movie. Um, and so, um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I feel funny that I'm telling you this about Cochrane and, uh, you know, you weren't aware. But, uh, yeah, you should definitely check it out. It's called Disney So Good. Do you guys watch a lot of movies or you're not movie people? Oh, my gosh. Yes, we do. We are, we are movie goers for sure. But now that you say it, I'm sorry, I didn't. I didn't, the, the name didn't twig with me, but yes, Togo. Um, so that actually was filmed, a huge part of it was filmed. We have a Canadian tire that, that the old Canadian tire that's in Cochrane that was used um, for some of the sets um, for that movie. And I don't know if you um, know, but Togo, do you, have you ever heard of Balto? No, I haven't, no. So, so this was the story way back, I don't know, 1920s, um, when they had the diphtheria, I think it was diphtheria outbreak, and they actually had Balto, who was a sled dog, that was instrumental in the last leg, taking the, the medication to the children um, by dog sled. Togo was the dog that did the first leg of the journey. Wow, that sounds familiar to me now from the, yeah, from the movie, and that's kind of what the you know, I think, it, I think it was my accent, the way, probably the way I said it. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, that, was, that sounds very familiar to me. And it's, uh, if you haven't seen the movie, it's a really, really heartwarming movie. Um, and I mean, and I'm not, you see, I, and I have a little, uh, and this alarms a lot of people when I say this, because I, I actually have like a strange, uh, a nervous fear of dogs, which I know sounds crazy. Um, but I, when I was very young, I was bitten by a dog. I mean, I like dogs, I love dogs, but I don't think I can bring myself to own one. <laughs> Um, and I just, um, I'm very, very, and, and I've had, I was bitten by a dog and it's just made me very nervous around dogs and things. And I'm okay with them. Like I'm not, it's not completely crazy. I don't like, you know, run out of the room, you know, screaming, but it's just, um, I, I, when I watch these kind of movies, especially when I know they're based on true stories, it sort of helps and alleviates my fears um, a little bit. And I am getting better in my defense, but yeah. Oh. Oh, that's good. That's good. There's nothing like puppy love, you know, coming home at the end of the day and having that wagging tail, you know, happy to see you, which I'm sure your kitties must do for you too. Yeah, well, it's pity. We had to be, sadly, we had to put Oreo down in February, unfortunately. We had to put her to sleep because she was in, you know, advanced uh, kidney failure. So, um, yeah, in the end. So we, but we still have Trixie here and she talk, talks and talks and chats and chats. And when I talk to her, she responds. So funny, really. Such a, such a cutie. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just tending more of a, um, a cat person. Um, on the subject of cats, I'm, I'm on the lookout for a, a Scottish fold cat at the moment, as you know, Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I do. And to be honest with you, we're 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 on the lookout for you too, Jamie. If we find a good breeder or someone we know, we'll let you know. 
Yeah, and for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, a Scottish fold cat is a very, it's kind of in the top 10 breeds of cat. You have to Google it, Scottish fold. Um, and they actually are um, beautiful, these beautiful fluffy cats with lovely temperaments. And they have little folded ears and they have huge eyes and they almost have a very round face. They look a little bit like an owl, actually. So you should go to Google Images and type Scottish fold and you'll, uh, you'll see a picture of these. This is my, my new obsession. And I actually do have um, a, couple, I have a, a couple of friends that live um, in Cochrane, um, and they actually do have two Scottish fold uh, cats that they keep sending videos to me, <laughs> just driving me crazy. <laughs> so I'm like stroking the screen, you know. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, so anyway, um, I want to say a huge thank you to both of you today for uh, taking part in the podcast. And uh, I'm 100% certain this podcast is recorded. So um, you'll be the first to know if it hasn't. But really, thank you so much. And um, I hope you had fun doing it as well. We oh, we did. Thank you yep. so much for, for asking us, Jamie. We had a wonderful time. And um, thank you again for Cool Choir. It's been wonderful. Yep. Bless you. We'll see you soon, okay? Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Cool Chats today. We look forward to welcoming you back soon for our next episode, profiling the lives of our beautiful Cool Choir community across Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Until then, sing loud and proud, everyone.